and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, you got to walk home, walk home, walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wade's Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 37 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. I'm Devin Wade, and on this episode, we're going to talk to the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen, in the building. And we're going to talk some NFL, some a little bit of Major League Baseball, some NBA as the NBA season has gotten underway. want to thank you for tuning in. I want to remind you that I don't know how you found us, but you can always go to TuneIn, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Please, please, please subscribe. Leave some comments. We also always look forward to your feedback and your comments and what you have to say about the program. want to thank folks in Alabama, Anchorage, Alaska, Kevin. Folks in Alaska have been listening. And uh, other parts, Indiana. Uh, folks in Indiana want to say hello to all the people in Indiana who have found the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. want to bring in... Kevin Allen, and uh, just let you know this episode, in addition to talking about some of the hot topics, we will do the balling or falling, and we will do the this or that segment. So all that coming up in this episode. Want to bring in the Silver Fox. Kev, first of all, hey, good morning. Always a a joy to talk to you. Now, we're on the the cusp of Game 7 of the ALCS series between the Astros and the Yankees, and boy, it is an exciting situation here in the city of Houston. But beyond that, it's just a wonderful time for baseball. I think a lot of people want to see the Yankees go to the World Series. What are your thoughts on Game 7 and really a World Series either featuring the Astros versus the Dodgers or the Astros or the uh, Yankees versus the Dodgers? Which one would you would you prefer to see? Well, most preferably me, Houston, and, and the Dodgers because I'm here in Houston as a Houstonian. But the consensus across the country is they haven't had the uh, Dodger – Yankee World Series in so long, East Coast, West Coast type rivalry. Uh, the, one so of the oldest rivalries in all of baseball and yeah. all of sports. Okay, exactly. So, you know, when you look at it that way, people looking at the ratings, watching it on television, but I, I would rather see the Houston Dodger because I, I grew up going to the Astrodome. My dad was a Dodger and, fan. And we grew up hating the Dodgers as a rival. Now, my dad's generation, they loved the Dodgers because right. of Jackie Robinson. Right. And so he, if he, he liked the Dodgers because that was a team that integrated baseball. But for us, here in Houston, couldn't stand the Dodgers. Although we had, you know, they had great players, Davey Lopes and and Fernando Valenzuela and Reggie Smith and Dusty Baker and Steve Garvey. Remember all those guys? And you go back further with, with you know, Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale and all of those folks. But, yeah, I think it's clear that, that most of America wants to see the Yankees penciled in. But I just think it's that, that East Coast bias, man. I think when you look at this exciting young team for the Astros, I think it will be a better World Series with the Astros than with the Yankees. I thought the Yankees were a year away from really being in the discussion, but they jumped up and they won the games they had to win, including beating Cleveland. And so and they could do it, but I think I'm going to say go out on the limb and say the Astros win it in game seven. But I think America should understand and see this offensive production from this Astros baseball team. I think then the, the storyline might 
change a little bit. But then, you know, like most people, are, not most, but there'll be a large portion of people who will tune out when the Yankees aren't in it. They won't even pay attention to it. And, and that's unfortunate. And I think we, I wish we could get away from some of that East Coast, West Coast bias, but it is what it is. But by the time the podcast comes out, that game will have been probably played or in progress. So with that, want to shift gears at the NFL a lot going on in the NFL, and parity kind of is the storyline of the season. Now you have another star player who is down in Aaron Rodgers. He joins Odell Beckham Jr., and he also joins J.J. Watt as major stars in this league who are out for the year. What are your thoughts on the injury bug biting in the NFL? You got to look at it, make sure you have depth, things of that nature, because you never know who's going to go down next man up. And in this case with Aaron Rodgers, that next man up is the second-string quarterback. He's going to have to kind of change the game plan to kind of fit him uh, so they can have some some success there. Well, another thing that always comes up when you talk about an injury to a quarterback these days, as soon as you really announce the quarterback injury and the time length of time the quarterback will be out, the next thing that comes up is Colin Kaepernick. Well, there's a petition in Green Bay saying they want but folks want – Colin Kaepernick to be signed and Green Bay clearly is saying no we have no interest we have guys in the room that we we will roll with and Hundley is their guy from UCLA an, an African-American quarterback by the way so he's leading the helm in, in Green Bay but the NFL did meet with several players this week and what was a productive meeting and they talked about ways that the league can assist these guys in creating social change again what they've done what Colin Kaepernick what he has sparked led to a movement where now the owners are saying, wait a minute, we we have to do something about this because folks are unhappy that you guys are taking a knee. We have to try to address it and, and sort of listen to your grievances and see if we where we in the NFL can help you guys with social justice. So from that standpoint, I think it's a great thing for the NFL, and I think it's great for many of the players. But Michael Bennett and a couple other guys saying, until you sign Colin Kaepernick, there's no discussion. Where do you fall on, on that on the you know, on that conversation? But Bennett, I think is pretty much said. Colin is the one that pretty much initiated this, not in a bad way, a silent protest where he took the knee. You need to talk to Colin. Hey, what what's going on? You you know we got to get this out in the open as to exactly why you're not disrespecting the flag, so we can move on and, and stick to to the state to the course that what you were protesting about, but. I think it's a bunch of hogwash what they're talking about now. Oh, we got to get some dialogue. And we, so wait a minute. Let me ask you this: So if the NFL put millions of dollars into a, you know, black life, I know it won't be Black Lives Matter, but what say say to racial equality? What if they put millions and millions of dollars uh, into that? I mean, wouldn't that have a, a big effect on affecting real change if you put nope. millions of dollars? Nope, because now. I'm paying you to be quiet, and that's not the but, thing. But you, no, you're not paying for them to be quiet. You're paying to, to help them get what they want. No, you're not getting what you want because what you want doesn't cost money. What they're talking about is, hey, these police are, are doing certain things. Okay. Let me, let me say this part. is that they're doing certain things out here, arresting these guys, shooting these guys. That doesn't cost money. Hey, we got on tape. The thing now is, hey, what are you going to do to these officers that are out here killing these young black so, people? So how do you affect the change? I mean, obviously, the, the NFL owners can't do anything without money to affect that. What you can do is 
Uh, you I, there's several things you can do. You can support causes to to create. And police departments have racial sensitivity uh, and educate them uh, in in a different way. There's several things that can be done the, with but, money that you can't. I mean, but the thing about educating Devin, you know, we've been educated about the situation already. We know what's going on. It just has to get solved. I don't want to get too deep in the political side, but I just think. Well, I'm not going political on it. I'm just saying that we already know what's going on. So the thing that has to happen is, number one, bring Colin in here so he can kind of defuse this fire. That would be that so, would be great. And I so, said that if they would have hired him, you know, if somebody would have signed him in, in March, it would be a non-issue now. Yeah. So, and that, so now he's a political pawn. So that's the thing where they always say, oh, well, what we're going to do is we're going to give money. To this cause, it doesn't solve the problem. The problem is this guy took a knee because of what's going on out here. Okay, but so, uh, one of those, so how do you affect one of the, One of those owners or some of the owners are going to have to start stepping up and say, you know what, and it doesn't cost them anything. I understand what these guys are talking about. Get on the camera. I understand Jed York what, said that this week. Who? Jed York, the owner of the 49ers. Hey, exactly. That guy did. But get some more out there. They know what it is, Devin. But to me, you got – I like to watch New England Patriots. Robert Kraft donates to Donald Trump deal. Jerry Jones. Bobby Nair, So Texans. they're not saying nothing. And when you look at those kind of teams, you know, Jerry Jones, the, the comments he's making, come on, but man. But I'm still, you, I mean, so, but even if you give Colin a, a job, how are you affecting I didn't say change? I, I just didn't, think that to, to have a, I, I think a, a lot of things need to happen where you need to create a dialogue between of people of other races that don't understand, that really don't, they don't have to understand it because it's not affecting their community. Right. But it, when you make them aware of certain things, that's how change is affected. Yeah. I, no look, I give an example of what the NFL did do once they put policy in place. Once they put some focus into something, the Fritz Pilot policy. Each team with a vacancy has to interview a minority coach, a black coach. And Mike Tomlin got his job that way. Other other coaches become candidates because now of all of a sudden this policy is in place. Even though a lot of these teams know ahead of time who they're going to hire, to have a conversation with a guy and have these guys understand the the process and what owners want to hear and how to get these jobs has been really beneficial to the African American coaches in the NFL. Because remember, Shell was the first, and that hadn't been that long ago, right? You but, know, so but I, that's still getting away from the Kaepernick deal. What's happening now? Educating. They got to, at some point in time, you got to say, okay, we dropped the ball on this. This guy should have a job. That's on us, which they're not going to do. Because if you can go get a guy off of the, but if you're going to be real with it, you got to be real with it. We can't sugarcoat anything and say, but I don't understand. I understand what you're saying. And Colin Kaepernick deserves to be in the NFL because he has the talent to be in the league. But that has nothing. Colin Kaepernick having a job, people, black people still get hands whooped by cops. But my, so it didn't make a difference. But it's a, it, I think you we can't put too much just No, no, on but him. it's messed up the NFL now. So you got to start getting right. right. So if we say, God should have a job, you know what that's going to do? Start diffusing some of this. And then you know what you do? You go to the next area. You can't just say, I'm going to put this in place and this is going to solve it. You got to. It, it's it, an it, ongoing it's a, it's thing. A but so I, this guy should be in the league. You know what's going to happen? It starts diffusing some of that problem. Then you go to the next problem. So you know what you do at that point? Colin, you know what we're going to do? We're going to work with you since you started this movement. Now we can put right. money into what you're doing, and then we're going to walk with you to start trying to get this message out. 
you can start working on it like that. But just by saying, I'm going to give some money to No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. no. Giving a platform. Just like, yeah. think about the pink, uh, pink uh, breast cancer awareness deal. That yeah. that has that brings huge visibility. Right. Think about it. Now, everybody's wearing, wearing pink all over the country. Now, right. You have high schools with pink right. week and all that. And the NFL really was the, the leader on the forefront of that. And if you do some similar things, I do think that stuff like that can exactly. have an impact. But I agree Kaepernick has... To be in, uh, I think he needs to be in the league, league. and and really they could avoid a lot of those problems. Now it's just a matter of it's going to be tough. It's still going to be tough, and now he's filed the lawsuit uh, uh, alleging collusion. Uh, Now, what the one thing that will come out of that, and and we'll shift gears after this, but is that he's going to speak out more. He's going to have to speak out more. His his legal team will have him out on the forefront addressing some of these issues, and I think that will help his image. Eric Reed going on The View last week was great for the cause because what he did is he went to middle of America in an interview with Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar and described what they really wanted. And all of a sudden, now they're not these these horrible militants. These are thoughtful young men. And I think that's what Colin has hurt himself because he is not football people. We know Colin Kaepernick. A housewife in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, doesn't know Folks in Nebraska don't know Colin Kaepernick. If you come out and say, hey, look, this is a thoughtful guy who really, he's not this this destructive, evil force that Trump or somebody else would have him be. He's a very thoughtful person. And I think that's where he kind of hurt himself by not being a little bit more visible. To When Ali went and did his thing, Ali spoke at college campuses. He was around the country. Every time a microphone opened, he was there explaining his stance and his position. And that helped him tremendously. Colin Kaepernick has not done that to the same extent. And I think that's hurt him. And it, it really has had the, this air of mystery around him because he hadn't been out on the forefront. But we'll we'll see how that plays out. Another NFL thing, Ezekiel Elliott, suspension back on, suspension back off. And you have the, the back and forth in court. In the meantime, Dallas is not being the team that people thought that they would be. How much do you think this Ezekiel Elliott situation is affecting the Dallas Cowboys? Not affecting them as far as play. People have caught up with them, looked at film. So it's not about him. It's not it's about, about scheming for Dak Prescott. Exactly. Yeah, right. Right. It, 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 it's that part. So my thing is I would have went on and got this six-game deal over with and then call it a day and then come back. And now we can make this run because with me being in and out, the timing is off, so now, all yeah, kind of things now, like that. Because now even if he gets suspended now, you're going into week 13, week 14, 14 before yeah. you can play, and right. that's really getting toward – now he'll be fresher for the playoffs, but out of at shape, some though. point – Well, out of where these guys stay in pretty good shape. It's not like the old days. He'll be working out. but uh, and, and he'll have fresh legs. So it's not like with a running back especially. With a quarterback – you got to get your rhythm and your timing back with your receivers. With a running back, if you can run, you can run. So I, I think, yeah, I'm like you in that it's gonna happen. Yeah. Now he and now is, is it just that's a different discussion because I don't think he should have been suspended. Now I know you kind of disagree with that, but yeah, I disagree but, with that. Yeah, whatever it is, it, he's gonna I think eventually have to to sit out just like Tom Brady did. But we'll see how that plays out. The only good news, not only good news, but good news in the NFL, Teddy Bridgewater for the first time in over a year. A practice and he's cleared to practice and, and maybe we'll see him on the field at some point but again you know many people thought his career might be over I mean a catastrophic knee injury where I mean there was question about whether he would ever play again if I'm Teddy Bridgewater I wouldn't try to play this year I, 
I mean, I'd set out this year, get that, get those extra months behind my belt, and come back next year. Yeah. Uh, because the, it, to me, it, it, it's gotten misconstrued when AP came back so quick and he did everything. Right. I mean, Robert Griffin tried to do this superhero type deal and didn't work for him. Right. So now everybody's trying to rush back, but me, I I'm mean, like, I think it's me been take long. my time. It's been, it's, wow, it's been, what, a year and a half almost since yeah, this, this happened. Yeah, so, but now this season has already started. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go on and sit this well, I think, come you back. Know, and, and and I'll defer to him and his doctors on that and see what he said. But it's just good a good story to see him yeah, back. Great. Uh, you don't want to see that young man's career end. And you talk about one catastrophic injury to another. Opening night in the NBA, and I tell you what, man, to me, really that first game, it ended up being a good game in the end. It really did. But all the steam of the first game was taken away five minutes in after the horrific Gordon Haywood injury. It was it was really really bad. And a terrible thing to see. And it was just, you know, all of this offseason, you've been thinking, I picked Boston to, to, to beat Cleveland and, and represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. And you thought, okay, yeah, this, you know, this is going to be good. Now he's out. A major, major player for that team is out. And really, essentially, for me and for most people, I know you probably disagree, but I think it, that means that's the end for Boston's run at the NBA Finals this year. What are your thoughts on uh, on the injury and the impact it will have on the Boston Celtics? I think that was a, a devastating blow in that. That took a lot of steam out of Boston. I think with you on that, maybe the NBA Finals is going to be a stretch now with him out. But it, it you, just, you pointed out that they have a lot of they young got talent. got a lot of young talent with Jason Tatum, the Brown kid. You have Kyrie. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's nice. Oh, man. So – by got them smart getting, coming out the bench. Yeah, well, so now with these guys getting more and more minutes, they're Horford, getting better and yeah. better. So they'll make a run because they're in the East, but to overtake Cleveland now in a seven-game series is going to be a stretch. Yeah, well, we've already seen Derrick Rose go down with, a, with an ankle injury last night. Uh, other injuries around the NBA, Chris Paul will be out about four weeks, and we'll get into some Rockets talk in just a little bit. But right now, it's time for a segment we call – Ballin' or fallin'. This is where we give you a player, a team, an entity, and ask each other, is that player, entity, a team ballin' or are they fallin'? Let's start with Marshawn Lynch. Now, Beast Mode went Beast Mode and put his hands on the referee, gets kicked out, not having a very good season at all through seven, and now he's suspended for another game. Can he come back and round in the shape down the stretch when the Raiders will continue to need him? I mean, they got a huge, huge win without him uh, versus uh, Kansas City Thursday night. That was a must win for them. Can he come back and resurrect the season? Is he balling or falling his his future for this season? He's he's falling to me. I keep on falling. Uh, now, this is a distraction that hurts your team. A little bit different than Zeke's. His distraction is he's got so much going on and people accept him. But when you, you know, you're trying to make a run and then you're making these kind of decisions down the stretch, you're like, man, can we trust this guy? And he's I not. Think he, I think he loves the city more than he loves playing for the city. Playing, right. I think he's, he just loves the he's Raiders and being there he's and at being home. at home. Yeah. You, uh, he, so if you don't, if you didn't see it, he left the bench the other night after Marcus Peters, who was a Kansas City Chiefs cornerback, late hit at Derek Carr, which I didn't think that that was much of a late hit. 
But uh, sort of some pushing and shoving went on afterwards. Marshawn Lynch, who uh, who's big time friends with Marcus Peters, I mean I, he's an Oakland guy too. He runs out onto the field to really get Peters away from the fray to, to protect the Kansas City Chiefs player. But in the process, he puts his hands on a referee and is ejected and subsequently suspended for a game. Then they have video of him on the trans, mass transit uh, with Marcus Peters and laughing and playing. So I'm like you. I think he's falling because he's not very focused on keeping his eye on the prize. Hey, man, you're there to get that team to the Super Bowl I think that he can turn it around late in the season as he, as the climate changes. Well, not in Oakland so much, but as we get into November, December, I think that he can round in the shape. But right now he's been a huge, huge disappointment. disappointment. Yeah. And next up, Lonzo Ball. Is Lonzo Ball balling or falling after Patrick Beverly gave him the blues in game one? He went one for three shooting in, in game one. Now he comes back last night and has 29. And uh, he well, nearly, had, yeah, nearly had a triple-double. Yeah. Uh, is he balling like that most of the season, or is he falling like his opening night performance versus Patrick Beverly? Balling or falling, Lonzo Ball? That, that's tough to say because you're two games in. You know? Of course, and, but that's but why. I, I know, and, and I know what you're saying. That's why we do saying. what we do. Yeah. Need about ten games. Because no, but, and the, and but you got I, two. You yeah, got two. So I, I give me two. one. Balling or falling? Hey, that's a sample size. But you flip but a coin. And, and, and reason that because I they, they tore him up game one, right? And then he redeemed himself so, against what I call one of the worst teams in the league. Although they can score, Phoenix can score, but they with, can't with, 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 with Devin Booker. The Suns can score. Yeah, they and got they, beat by fifty the first night. So, so you come balling back. or falling, Lonzo Ball? You got to make a choice. He's teetering on the edge of the cliff. <laughs> so what does that mean? <laughs> he's not quite falling. He's trying to get his balance right now. So, so ball, again, balling or falling? And, and I want to say falling because his loudmouth dad yeah. just let the kid play. But you're going to say. <laughs> for the year? Yeah, for the whole year. For the whole year. Is falling. he going to be more like. He's, gonna, he's falling for the whole year. Falling, okay. I keep on falling. And, and you know that. what? And actually, I agree with you. I think he's falling in that he can't live up to the the expectations placed on him. And I don't know that he'll be rookie of the year. I don't think he'll be rookie no. of the year. There's some talent out there, some folks yes. that are balling and yes. doing their thing. So finally, Carmelo Anthony. Now you look, look. Now this is where you get to eat your words or not. Maybe you could double down on what you said before. But I'm going right almost to the tape on you. I said, look, does Carmelo, I think it was a previous ball and falling, does Carmelo have an effect on the NBA season? Ball and falling, you said. Falling and I said he already, up. yeah, exactly. But now, you didn't You didn't foresee, this was the day before he got traded. It was like literally the day before he got <laughs> traded to OKC. You're trying to jam me up. Yeah, I'm jamming you up. So now you can either clean it up or you can double down on that. Carmelo Anthony, is he balling or falling this NBA season for the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> He's balling, bro. He's balling for real. He's so balling. You, <laughs> no, not, no, no, no. I'm not eating you my words. Some no, I'm words. not. I'm not eating my words. But the reason he's balling now, he's got some help, and he ha- doesn't okay. have. No, he doesn't have to be the man. But hold on, this is why I'm giving you the blues because the question the the last time we did Carmelo Anthony right. was balling or falling in New he, York. He was that's no, no, was no. That New was York, not the question. Though. He was in New York. I though. know. I said we thought he was coming to Houston. 
And I said, balling or falling in the NBA this season? And you said, but, he was, but I'm looking at him in New York. No, but no, no. I didn't know but he was going to be training. I provided the, 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 I laid it out for you. I you said, anyway. But you didn't tell me he was going to be traded. Well, then I, uh, then, we thought then didn't I could change you. the narrative. Yeah, so ball, we both agree he's balling, right? He's playing with the league MVP. With that going to end the, the first portion of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade episode 37 when we come back we will do before i let go and uh, also we will do this or that this is the sports talk with devin wade podcast on itunes tune in and soundcloud with Devin Wade podcast, Silver Fox in the building, no Eddie Robinson today, no Biscuit, and Kalina is at rehearsal. She's doing a thing, she's what? doing an acting thing. Oh, so, we, so yeah, we what, what what do they get for acting? Is that the Emmys? Or? Well, she's a oh. stage actor, so eventually she hopes to get the Tony. The but Tony. I think she'll want the Oscar as well. That, yeah, that's what it is. So she's over there yeah, she's, pre- preparing to get one of those later down well, the road. Yeah, well, we hope. She hopes. I'm sure she hopes. And there you so go. I'm rooting for There you go. And, you so know, am I. And so she's doing I think she goes to Prague later on in the year. Prague? To, what is yeah, it? she's doing a play in Czechoslovakia. Well, former Slovenia, whatever it is. Now, wow. The former Czechoslovakia, Prague. So that's going on. I will say this. And I... And I, I mentioned this on the show as a warning. And I, am I wrong for that? Am I wrong for issuing the warning? Man, you wrong. You, you want to know? You you want me to allow people to walk into this this this? You deal? wrong for that. I warn people. But go ahead on and tell them what you said. I just warn people: whatever you do, do not search for Gabrielle Union via Twitter. Now, me, me, I, now that's your warning. Now, if you do that, you're on your own. I'm telling people not to do that. So you don't want to do that. Especially what you lunchtime. tell them to do it. I'm telling them not to do it. You telling somebody don't go do this, y'all. Don't go do it. That's I, that's I, say no to Gabriel Union. I'm telling you. They all on Ashanti Twitter. They on the Twitter right now because Devin said don't go. Well, you, if you want to search for Ashanti on the other end, you can. But Gabriel Union, I'm I'm telling you to pass. Especially if, if you're around lunchtime or, or dinner time, you probably don't want to. Why dinner time? <laughs> Again, I'm not going into it, so I'm why? just telling people why. Why not dinner time or lunch time? Well, I'm telling I'm telling people because some some things you can't unsee, and some images are uh, planted in your head that you do not want to see, and this is one of them. So I'm warning you guys not man, to do that. You do it. Else. That's on you. Uh, but you, Ashanti, you can else, look man. up Ashanti instead. If you're looking for something to look up. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> God, dog. Uh, we had a very vigorous and heated 
discussion this morning uh, inside of the the uh, the KTSU Sports Talk, the local show here in Houston. That was a lot of fun today. I always like it when I'm I'm uh, really prompted to put my political views on the airwaves in a very you unforgiving arena. It was very it was a very difficult thing. But with all of that, I want to go to a segment we call this or that. The choice is yours. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with now I'm gonna give you two choices, Kev. This one or that one. Okay. There you go. I, you limited me. Two don't. teams that came in. One team was, I think, a little bit more highly heralded. The Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they were. They were expected. I mean, they were. I mean, they won the NFC last year. They went to the Super Bowl. The Atlanta Falcons versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Which team? is going to have a better season. Both teams are coming off tough losses, back-to-back losses for the Chiefs uh, to Pittsburgh and to Oakland. Who's going to have a better season moving forward, Atlanta in the NFC or Kansas City in the AFC? Probably Atlanta. I'm not so quite sold on Kansas City. Well, it seems like the NFC is wide open because, again, you know, with the Cowboys struggling, you look at a team like Green Bay losing Aaron Rodgers, the the NFC East is the NFC East. Seattle hadn't quite gotten it going yet. You don't know what's happening in the North. Well, so, hold on. Let me let me say this. So let me take that back. Don't pick Kansas City. But their road is tougher. It's so right. so the, the, their road is tougher because you, I mean you still have New England. You just lost to Pittsburgh. You have a couple teams in the in in their division that are pretty tough teams. And then maybe even I don't know who's going to win the AFC South. So. Uh, I mean, I'm so picking Casey. I'm going with Casey because I picked Casey to go to the Super Bowl, and that game went down to the wire versus. Nah, they're not going to Super Bowl. Well, I said it, and I'm riding with it, and, and we'll see Your because train Atlanta stop early. Now Atlanta goes to New England in a Sunday night matchup. I think they're gonna blow. I'm saying after this, this Sunday, oh, wait a minute, we're gonna wait, be wait, talking wait, about wait, Atlanta wait, all over again. You know, you guys will what? be. They're gonna run all over New England. What they may I'm run over them. They're gonna outscore them. I'm t- Julio Jones, pick him up on fantasy football. They will put up huge numbers. Uh, Gabriel. Pick, pick uh, up Captain America. You uh, get large numbers. <laughs> well, I'm taking – we're both taking Kansas City in, in that one and this and no. that. Oh, yeah, Kansas City. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's another one. The Boston Celtics or the Houston Rockets, who's going to have the better NBA season, this or that? Boston will finish with a higher seat. Oh, but I'm saying, okay, who so has a better team? They, they, they got the better. So you yeah. think they'll be the better team? Yep. Okay. I'm, I'll go with the Rockets to be the better team in a tougher conference. So I think uh, they'll be a a team that theor- – well, no, I guess I have to talk, walk that one back too. I there guess. you go. I think well, with only one team to beat really essentially in the Eastern Conference, you could talk about Toronto, you can talk about Washington, but it's all about Cleveland – and it's all about Boston. And without Gordon Hayward, it really hurt them. And I don't think they have a chance to go to the NBA Finals. I don't think that they can beat Cleveland in the series. But I, I think they have a better chance since they only have one team to beat. And so that, and that one team is Cleveland. Whereas the Rockets are going to struggle to be a four seed, I think. You look at it, you look at what's going on. Now, they beat Golden State in the home opener. But I, no one thinks that they can beat them in a series. No. Uh, additionally... San Antonio is San Antonio with or without Kawhi Leonard. Oklahoma City is a team that is a really is a must-watch team this year. And I'll tell you another must-watch team. And if they can figure this thing out, 
the New Orleans Pelicans, I, I think, man. That, a couple of players away. I, but, man, they have Drew Holiday and Cousins, and, and now they have Tony Allen and Anthony Davis. I mean, I don't know if it's coaching or what, but they have. If they can figure that thing out. They, they, they need that score in the backcourt. All of this scoring is in the front court. Yeah. They, they need somebody that can stretch that when, thing out, not you know your what? big. I watched DeMarcus Cousins last night, and that dude is amazing. He really is. I saw him shoot threes. I, t- I saw, saw him take a guy off the dribble. I saw him play with his back to the basket. This while going in all these rebounds. That dude is amazing. It, it'll be fun to see if they can figure that thing out. I'm telling you, that but is going to be a like, thing. And you're right. You look at it. All of the scoring is from the bigs. Now, bigs are probably the best outside shooters. Yeah, yeah, and that's weird. That's, that's a weird, weird thing. Yeah, he but I think he. Tony Allen will, will help them. And by the way, Memphis gave him a big-time tribute and a yeah. standing ovation the other night. Right. And they said they're going to retire his number in Memphis for the Grizzlies. So that was a big-time, big-time deal right there. But I think that I am going to go with Boston and is having a better shot. Because they have one team to beat. The Rockets have about three or four teams. Got about have five or six teams. Maybe. We'll, we'll have to see how that goes. And finally – NFL parody, or would you prefer the dynasties of the NBA? So let me set the stage for you. So in the NBA, you have basically two teams that are far and away better than everybody else in their conference. Golden State, far no no real argument there. And on the other side, LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference. Do you prefer to have those super teams versus having the kind of parody that we're having in the NFL this year? You know, I'm a basketball guy. NFL parody to me now I'm beginning to like because now I can sit there and it's really interesting on who's going to win. In the NBA right now, I think it's three teams, which is OKC, Golden State, and Cleveland. They beat up on everybody now. So that that's not – I can kind of predict where that's going to go. I can kind of predict that. But the NFL right now, I kind of sit there and watch that. But I love watching the beauty of Golden State play. Well, see, and, and so so you're going to take NFL parity? I'm going to take the NFL parity. I think parody. I will take NFL parity, although realistically I fall kind of in the middle. I would prefer to have, if you had four or five good teams, maybe as little as four. Say if you had a real true competitor, uh, that a team, maybe I, I'm going to say four or five teams that really had a legitimate shot at the NBA Finals. And, again, everybody has a shot because anybody can go down at this point in the season. And you're talking about March and April before the playoffs get started. You're talking, you know, so it's way down the road. And so from that standpoint, everybody has a chance. You can have major injuries. But barring major injuries, you only have a couple teams, three, two or three teams, period, that have a chance to even be in the finals. And I think that that's bad. I think because you can watch all this talent around the NBA night in and night out and know that those teams do not have a chance to go to the NBA Finals and win a championship. Conversely, when you look at the NFL, it seems like there's not a good product when all of these teams lose to – like Atlanta, you believe in Atlanta, and then Atlanta loses at home to somebody, you know, and they struggle at home. They lose a couple home games. Then you turn around and look at Kansas City when everybody's on their coattails, the last undefeated team – and then they lose two in a row. And then, but in between, you look at New England. New England has the absolute worst defense in NFL, so it's hard to get excited about them. Where it will be fun for teams who are not used to winning, cities that are not used to winning. So you'll have a team like Tennessee, Indianapolis. Uh, you'll have other teams 
in the conversation. The Saints, who haven't been in the playoffs for a long time, they'll be in the conversation. Tampa will be in the conversation for later in the season because they'll still have high hopes. So I think that I'm like you. I will side with NFL parity, although it's not a good year. It's not a really, really good year. It's a very muddled year, very unpredictable year. So that's sort of how I go with that. With that, I want to wrap up this edition of episode 37. But before I let go, before I let go, Kevin, any final thoughts from you? Hey, great show. Love uh, sitting in with you. I appreciate you. Um, we're getting some basketball a little later on. We're going to get into more and more basketball. I mean, that's, that's his area of expertise, by the way, just so you know. want to <laughs> remind you guys, before I let go, uh, next episode we will have some fantasy talk on. We'll talk about the World Series. We will, in addition uh, to that, we'll have some writers in the coming episodes from around the country to get them involved in the conversation. And But uh, for now, I want to thank you guys for listening and sharing and telling your friends and family about it. And, hey, continue to subscribe and comment and like and let folks know what we're doing here. We're trying to uh, really give you guys something really exciting and fun to listen to each time out. And with that, as always, have a great day. <laughs>